0: You are listening to The Tish with Rabbi Michael Knopf, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Michael Knopf, please visit MikeKnopf.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit JcastNetwork.org. Good morning, everyone. (laughs) Booker Tov. Tov. Um, So... I, I think that the, uh, the, the text that I want to look at with you today is a, is a great text. I want to frame it um, uh, with, uh, with something that, uh, that I'm sure Philly's uh, uh, fans need a lot of, which is perspective. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I gave a sermon, uh, I don't know, a few months ago on a Friday night where I was talking about uh, uh, Van Gogh's art. And, uh, and, and you know, I think about this when, when I think of Impressionism, too, and you know, Monet and the like, um, where if you look at the art close up, it just looks like a bunch of dots or you know, brush strokes. But if you w- were to step back you know, a, a few paces and look at the work uh, from, from a further distance away, then you see the whole picture for, for all its beauty. Uh, you know, which is different than, than many other artists, right? Uh, you know, if you did that with the Rembrandt, it, it wouldn't be the same effect. Uh, but Impressionism is really wonderful because it it gives you that sense that you need to step back in order to get perspective and see the actual artwork. Otherwise, it just looks like a bunch of brushstrokes. And and what I said in that, uh, drosh was um, that I think that that uh, has to me a lot of relevance uh, uh, to life. Oftentimes, you know, sort of in the in the give and take in the flow of the lives that we live, um, you know, it's hard to kind of, uh, um, you know, see the bigger picture. It's hard to, it's hard to, um, you know, see what it all means. It's hard to see what it is, what it is we need, where we need to grow, what we need to, uh, what we need to accomplish, uh, where, where we are. Um, and, uh, and that I think is one of the functions of prayer. Um, and now that's what I want to uh, suggest today and then uh, and, and open for conversation, is that one of the functions of prayer is to help us step back and gain perspective. Uh, Heschel said something to the effect of um, prayer is the ability to see the world through the vantage point of the divine. Right? See our lives from the vantage point of the divine. So if I were to step out of my body for a minute, if I were to step out of myself, and look down and and see myself in action. Right? If I were to, you know, if I were to get a a moment like a, a Christmas Carol, where I could be taken around to my life, you know, by by the different ghosts, right? Uh, this is your past. This is your present. This is your future, right? And see it from the outside. What would I see, right? And then what would I feel like I needed to do in order to change the things I didn't like about what I saw, right? Um, uh, what would be the 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 um, the, the needs that I actually needed met rather than the ones that I perceive in any given moment that I need met which may actually not be needs but but wants and may not be appropriate wants may be things that uh, actually might be harmful right um, so that is I'm going to suggest one of the functions of prayer is to help us several times a day take a step outside of our lives and gain perspective on our lives and this is what the Nativo Shalom says about that um, just uh, So I have this bracketed off, um, but, but I really just kind of want to go through it briefly just to kind of give us a diving board for, for our own conversation. So Ita B'Torah Davot, there's another Hasidic work uh, from the Slonim dynasty called Torah Devot, um, uh, uh, and it comments on a statement that the rabbis make in uh, Pirkei Avot. Where they say Asara ni Abraham avinu that Abraham, our father, had ten trials and he uh, with, withstood them all. He was successful in all of those trials. And uh, and according to the Talmud, they interpret that statement to say Ain When it says Abraham Amad Abraham stood through them all. The Talmud says. That standing there means prayer. In other words, through all of Abraham's trials and tribulations, he prayed through all of them. That's the that's the drosh, that's the interpretation here. Abraham ten, had ten trials, and on the pshat, right, the basic meaning is he withstood them all, but the interpretive meaning is that he prayed through them all. Bekon nisayon With every test that came to him he stood in prayer ubekorze amad bekohanisunot and with the strength given to him through prayer he was able to withstand all of the tests he net inyan nisayon hushlokhim min haadam et komadregotav vahasagotav veroim min hashamayim im gam azlavavone man im hashem lokav Okay, so the essence of a test in the in the context of Abraham is that they is that, uh, is that they take a person's they the proverbial they right um, um, the universe takes a, a, a person's uh, uh, values and virtues uh, and and lumps them up bundles them up and steps out from the person and looks at them from heaven and they want to see if is this person really a trustworthy person with God. And that was the test of Abraham to 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 kind of uh, look back from Abraham and see does he really believe in God? And but I'm I'm reading that in sort of a you know a, an additional level of interpretation which is to say that you know there's the proverbial they who take a person's muster Right and uh, and evaluate it in in, uh, in in these tests, but I think it can also mean that in prayer we do that to ourselves. Right. That's a, after all, um, the Hebrew term for prayer, right? Lahit Palel, to pray, right, is a is a reflexive form of the word uh, um, uh, judgment. Right. So it's a it's a self judgment. Right. Um efshar la'avor et kol nisyonot ha'chaim. And through the strength of prayer, it's possible to overcome all of the tests of life. And I don't think he means there that, uh, that uh, you know, um, like people often mean with prayer that uh, God is a genie in a bottle and you have a, you have a test in life and you rub the bottle, right? And the, the genie comes out and says, you know, um, you know I, I, I'm having this really, I'm having trouble making my mortgage. Can I have a million dollars? That's not the test of life that he's talking about. Uh, and that's not the way prayer works that he's talking about. I think, I think he's talking about being able to step back and take a look and get perspective. And that's how we overcome our troubles, is because we can see them more fully. <laughs> Often we can't see them fully. <laughs> when a person's in a great uh, trouble, <laughs> through a natural way, he can't see any way out of the trouble that he's in. Sometimes our troubles can be really blinding to us. Right? It's impossible to see the way out. Right? I, I, um, um, you know, we watch these uh, childbirth videos. Um, in uh, in childbirth class that I took, right, and when, what they teach you in childbirth class, which is not a, in my opinion, is not a great chiddush, but I assume it's something that's really um, helpful, um, is that uh, people need to breathe during uh, during during childbirth, um, and uh, but but in the like throes of the pains of of contractions, right. Um, it's, it's virtually impossible, you know, without other people there to, for, for a person to get perspective enough to actually do that, to actually breathe, right? Um, and I think that that is uh, um, what, what he's talking about here, right? When we're in, in pain, when we're having trouble, when we're in a situation and the, the going's getting tough, it's really, that, those, are the, those are some of the most difficult times, not only because of the trouble that we're in, because it's, it's, it makes it so much harder to kind of take a step back and say, you know, how, do I re- how would I really deal with this in an effective way? Um whether it's physical harm, or whether it's spiritual harm that we're that we're struggling with, umargish, ifshar, itima, gam And so when a person feels like it's impossible to get out of uh of uh, these difficult times that they're having in their life, right, that's where prayer has the most effect. That's where prayer is the wisest counsel. Skip to the very bottom. This is the essence of prayer in a time of test. This is the essence of prayer in a time of test. Prayer is supposed to, he says a Jewish person, but I'll say any person, prayer is supposed to lift a person from the natural world, from the natural state, right, and lift that person up above the heavens. Again, as if you were going out of your body, flying above, and looking down with a bird's eye view, what would you see? I think it's a beautiful image to think of when you pray, Right? If, uh, if, if you're in the midst of prayer right you're in the rhythm of prayer and uh, um, especially if you're praying from uh, from from a place where you, you you know you feel you're in in, in a time of crisis right um, that prayer is an opportunity to step back right to see yourself as stepping back <laughs> because the essence of prayer is to cling to God <laughs> right the, in, in in the sense of going above the heavens, mikolativayim haartzim. You gotta, as it were, leave the natural world, leave the physical world when you pray. Um, which is which is very hard to do, by the way, in prayer. It's you know, it's 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 like a, a mindfulness meditation in some way because mindfulness meditation you're supposed to um, uh, lose a sense of your natural surroundings. You're supposed to. You're not supposed to ignore them, but you're supposed to be able to discard them, right? But in, think about prayer, right? You know, some the guy coughing, the guy standing next to you is coughing. The guy standing on the other side of you is like davening the silent amida so loudly. The person there is, you know, sneezing. The the you know <clears throat> messed up a word, right? There's uh, the air conditioning's running, right? There's so many things, in just in in the physical space of prayer that uh, that can ground you in the natural world. But this, but the but the idea. Is to try to elevate yourself through that state. I mean, you know, to the extent that that happens in prayer, it certainly happens in life, right? So at least prayer, we can be cognizant of those distractions, right? And maybe help us uh, escape them. Umam shich or ilai leela min dragin, And so you can uh, um, uh, draw forth a, a, a great light, a great supernal light uh, through doing this. Uh, that is higher than, than all other matters. The kol and so all gates will be opened before you. So the argument here, I think, is that the essence of prayer, uh, or one of the essences of prayer, is to be able to gain perspective on our lives, to step back from the tests and trials and tribulations that we might be experiencing, and to be able to uh, see what the what the most godly and what most appropriate way forward is. Your turn.
1: Just
0: thinking,
1: my wife talking to me. The look I
0: give her. Right, right. You know, right. It it, it happens, right. Um, You know, I find this for myself, right. Sometimes, sometimes I'm the shul talker, right, and sometimes I'm the person who hates the shul talker, right. Um, (laughs) The shul shusher. The shul shul shusher. (laughs) Going back to the Christmas Carol metaphor. The 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 shul Scrooge. Other thoughts? I mean, I'm assuming this is a guy who never studied any psychology or uh, anything of that nature. I think it's interesting that he views
1: prayer in this way.
0: Um, I'm... Struggling for the words to describe. Do you think that his... The psychological impact, if that's a right way to put it. Do you think that he's psychologically in tune, or psychologically this makes no sense? No, I think he's in tune. Uh-huh. I think he's in tune. But trying to remove yourself from the everyday... Mm-hmm. If- well, that, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's interesting. that That is, I think, one of the objectives of therapy, right? To help Correct. you get insight about yourself. Right? Um I mean, that's kind of how I understood what he was saying here.
1: Mm-hmm. You get the same thing if you take some LSD. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so there, LSD. There are definitely those who... Uh, who who argue that uh, I, I, I you know I, I, I can't speak from personal experience on the matter, but there there were rabbis in the 60s and, and 70s who said that the way to to achieve this kind of uh, perspective on your life uh, w- one who's who's very associated with with my family my very good friend of my family Rabbi Zalman Shachter Shalomi he doesn't do LSD anymore I don't think but uh, um, but uh, but that was an argument that he made in in the in the sixties I think that uh, I think that that is um, it strikes me as as artificial and self delusional um, you know i think that the that the way um, uh, hallucinogens work on a person's uh, brain chemistry um, I think that what people feel like is happening is this, but I think what's actually happening is um, the misfiring of synapses um, that that, uh, that, that trick you into thinking you've gotten an insight that you didn't really have? When you use the word actually happening, you've got to be very careful, because nobody
1: knows, all we have is perception. But
0: um, we have all of these, I mean, one of the questions is this thrust, this, this
1: search to reach this state seems to be every teenager's
0: dream of a certain mm-hmm. lot of them. Mm-hmm. a lot
1: of people, I mm-hmm. You know, I just think it's very important to make that distinction because the, um, I think what this is discussing, and uh, there certainly there's a movement that, that sees this very closely aligned with mindfulness meditation. Um, and that they were very, very in tune to what they were. and I don't think it's really blocking out, but um, what, what's in the present? It's really it's a greater it's a greater clarity about what is truly happening. We really don't see most of the time because we're on a script, a path, a something, and we're we're so distracted by by, by so much of life that. Um, that to sort of be in that moment, you, 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 you see that, um, uh, I don't wish to quote the vocabulary that, 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 that uh, he so beautifully writes in here is that that's passing, mm-hmm. that's, that's an illusion, that, um... Whatever the troubles that I may be feeling at this moment are all consuming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's an illusion. Mm-hmm. That's you know that's not that's, true. that's not true um, for for all time. That may be what I'm feeling now, but maybe I, I'm I'm capable of feeling something else. I'm capable of, of that sort of higher perspective. Yeah, but I also think that the whole effort of what he's suggesting, the law should be, is not for the sake of making that. Our reality, but coming back to the word clarity, it's yeah. it's to help us come back correct. to the real world, correct, and then do something with
0: it, correct. Right? Yeah, I think it's not to right to to, to stay in a transcendent uh, uh, space on top of a mountain, right? I think it's uh to you know, you, which is why we have brief periods of prayer a few times a day, right? To to you know, sort of go up for a minute. Then come back down, because we get with a little bit, maybe a little bit uh, more clarity, like you said, um, a little bit more insight um, about uh, about who we are and where we need to go. Um, and uh, I, I like that, yeah.
1: because I'm thinking about the Shabbat service, where you have this, let's say for an hour, and then suddenly you're reading Torah, you're doing something totally different. And then you come back to this again with Musa. So... Otherwise, you'd be lost, I would think.
0: Have a great day.